Excuse me. Good morning and welcome. Today is Wednesday, December 27th. I'm your host, Dina Joe, coming to you live from the Dina Joe Podcast Studios, located in the Mile High City, Colorful, Colorado. Welcome to the program. So grateful you have um, joined us today. If you're listening on the download, thank you. I know how valuable your time is. So I appreciate you taking the time to listen. If you have that time, hit that follow button so that you can um, join us live sometime. I'm here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, right around 7.45 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. I have the best people in the chat. Thank you for um, your continued love, likes, shares, and downloads. That is the only way to help grow organically is um, the likes and the shares and the downloads. And I don't have a podcast contest to see um, how many downloads you guys can give me on Friday. I want it to be organically that you download for a reason, not to just um, get me up there in ratings like other people do. I don't do that crap. So um, a lot to go over today is Wednesday, fun day. We're going to have, try to have some fun stories, some trending um, music, which will be um, the year 2000s. And um, yeah, and some New Year's. It's how people celebrate around the New Year. So we're going to do all of that. So let's get at it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Currently in Denver, it is 30 and cloudy. There will be mostly sunny skies. A high will be of 41. Um, it has finally stopped snowing here. Um, not that we got a lot here where I live. We got around three inches. Lots of ice. And um, there's lots of roads still closed and going towards um, Nebraska border and then um, going south uh, Castle Rock towards Colorado Springs received a lot um, more snow than we did here so be careful on the roads they're still very very icy everything that started to melt everything was snowing yesterday all day it was um, on the roads got very slushy and is now icy so um, for my family in Welland, Ontario, it is um, raining. <laughs> it says 48 and light, light rain. Hi, BP. Good morning. Good morning. Um, so, uh, so I hope it is really rainy, but it says it's supposed to be raining all day for y'all. So um, heavy rain is expected in the daytime hours but light rain right now high of 50 um so uh yeah it's kind of weird i kind of figured that uh he would be having a lot more snow but he's in the 50 for my friend pd in elwood pennsylvania 50 and light rain says bring your umbrella it's going to rain <laughs> 53 thank you so much bp um, and lastly, for Michael in Elkton, Maryland, 46 and cloudy, heavy rain for you all to expect it in the daytime hours. I have 52. I don't know. Were the only ones that got snow? Is it turning to rain as it goes further? Because um, it snowed all day yesterday. Not that it's accumulated much because uh, on the roads it just got really slushy and yucky. Um, and so now the roads are really icy. But I think we got maybe 
three inches here where I live. But um, like I was saying, towards Castle Rock, which is maybe 20 minutes south, it they got, and then further towards Colorado Spring, they got a lot of snow. So be careful driving. And even with the rain, yeah, sometimes it's, you know, not easy to drive it. All right, so I like to start the show with the word of the day, quote of the day. You may need these words of encouragement to brighten your day. These positive words can significantly influence when used correctly and with someone who may need them. So today's word, a word is begin or beginnings. Kind of, I picked this one because, you know, people always think of New Year's resolutions, starting over, new beginnings, things like that this time of the year. So the word beginning refers to the start or first part of something. Um, the quote that I have, a new beginning, start over my darling, be brave enough to find the life you want and courage enough to chase it. Then start over and love yourself the way you were always meant to. And that is my villain back. Okay. So we all go through unexpected changes in our lives, but it's the change you decide to make in order to better your life to involve into the person you want to become. It might be your job, your relationship, your health, whichever you feel stuck and unhappy with the ways things currently are. A lot of time with beginning to involve, you get scared of the thought, what if it didn't work? What if I'm, I'm all alone? What if I give up? Or you might think it's too late to transform my life. Welcome, um, X I X C A C E N E, and welcome, short pants, Robert. Good to see you. So, um, okay, where did I leave off? A lot of the time, with beginning to evolve, we get scared of the thought that it doesn't work. What if I'm alone? What if I give up? You might think it's too late to transform your life. You're lying to yourself if you believe that. You can begin a brand new chapter in your life at any moment. Um, I do not believe that any of us working on this earth just exists. Hi, Bam Bam! With no purpose. I think we are meant to fulfill our purpose and evolve into a better person. It will be challenging, there will be setbacks, but it can also be exciting and very rewarding. Because it begins and ends with you. You're the one that makes the decision. You're the one that has to follow through. You're the one that has to do all the hard work. It's not as easy as taking a pill. You know, um, it doesn't work that way. Um, listen to these words by Judith, Dr. Judith Wright. When you transform, you do something that you could never have imagined yourself doing. Becoming something you could never have imagined yourself becoming. And ultimately, live a life greater than you could ever imagine yourself living. Remember, change is a choice and there will be a lot of hard work and depending on what you want to improve these, um, there will be setbacks and times that you never make it to come to where you want to be. That's okay. Just never give up. Never let the negative chatter in your brain fill your joy and happiness in your dreams. Embrace the opportunity to grow. Come to your way and strive towards becoming the best version of yourself. So, Um, I hope you guys all had a great Christmas.
good. It's been snowing. Uh, it's just more cold than um, a lot of snow where we are. As soon as I said hi, they left. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't say hi. Uh, so, um, and I was kind of shocked. Um, uh, Bam Bam, I thought for sure. Is it normal for you guys to be so warm um, this time of the year? It just because I, I saw that it, before you came in, it just said rain, 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 and it was like 50 in the 50s. Uh, you're only like 48 right now, but then you're supposed to get into the 50s. I don't know. I was just thinking. Uh, Canada cold, you know, the church is cold and full of snow. So anyway, everybody up, everybody else is in the fifties and raining. So hopefully you won't get any snow unless you really want it. All right. Here's your silly joke of the day. What do you call a cow with two legs? This one's easy. Let's see. It would be lean beef. Ha, ha, ha. Get it? <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> All right. And while I'm talking about lean beef, um, there was a beef recall. Um, 500 pounds of ground beef um, has been recalled. And normally it says like, um, like what states are affected. This does not. I kept reading and um, I was going to look up this company and I forgot. It's Skag. Nah, meat company. I've never heard of this meat company. S-C-A-N-G-A, -A, meat company, recalls 563 pounds of ground beef, um, E. coli, for products produced um, on December 11th were recalled um, with the establishment um, established number 6460. So, um, and like I said, yeah, it doesn't say where, I should probably just Google it real quick. Where is this meat sold? <laughs> Copy. Let's see. Because uh, normally it says where, where it's at. Somebody's um, probably going to get it before me. Uh, well, oh, geez. And I've never heard of this company and they're in Colorado. Oh, my gosh. Uh only, only five. Oh, okay. Only 500. Well, yeah, the top of it says... The thought, it says over five, this article I'm reading from says over 500 pounds of ground beef recalled due to possible E. coli contamination. Um, it says uh, Skagda Meat Company is recalling 563 pounds of ground beef for possible contamination of E. coli. And um, I'm reading this off of all recipes. If you want to pick a beef with them. Um, <laughs> yeah, I had no idea they were in Colorado. Uh, I'm trying to see. So I'm guessing King Supers. It's just weird. Like the ones that I've had before, they always say the different states um, uh, are in there. So, um, but this one doesn't. Let me see. I know that there were some other recalls too. Um, Aldi's. We don't have Aldi's out here, but if you do have an Aldi's, uh, they have a raspberry Danish that may be unsafe to eat. Maybe it's from Aldi's. I will post these so you don't think I'm pulling this out of my ass. Um, so for these recalls. Hi, Mike. How are you? Welcome, um, Rat PVN. Good to see you. Nice to have you with us. Um, <clears throat> so, and there's, uh, 
another one too. There was spinach, bags of spinach recalled in seven states. So, you know, this one has the states, Alabama, Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, and Virginia, all with dates from December 14th to December 15th. Fresh Express Spinach and Publix Spinach, nine ounces. Those are the ones that are being affected. Again, I will post all of these so um, you can have the information that is needed uh, for that. All right. Wow. <laughs> I swear some people. Um, and then let's see. Uh, the fact of the day that I had for you, since we're over the ground beef crap, um, is Neil Delgrasse Tyson. Um, do you know who that is? He is this, like, he's a scientist. Um, he was actually a wrestler, it says, and a professional dancer before he became a scientist astrologer. Um, he revealed that he started out as a wrestler in college, so it wasn't professional wrestling, but he wasn't good enough uh, to become varsity, and he had to fulfill his science requirements. So that is how he got into astrology. So Neil deGrasse Tyson. Um, all right, so uh, the Chicken Sitters Pet Sitting Podcast. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> oh, they're not in here anymore. That's a funny name. <laughs> the Chicken Sitter Sitters Pet Sitting Podcast. All right. Okay. I guess some people have chickens that need to be watched. I don't know. Um, all right. For concert announcements, <laughs> ZZ Top. Billy, um, well, this is about D.D. Tobbs, Billy Gibson, and Cheap Tricks. Rick Nielsen are going to be honored at the Las Vegas Awards show. Um, and they're also, they both go on um, a concert in 2024. But um, the information, let's see, where is it? <clears throat> and I like both of these guys. I love Cheap Trick. Um, they're going to be honored on January 20th, 21st at Sam's Town Event Center in Las Vegas. Um, there's a bunch of other honorees, but I know that they showed that they were having dates. Um, ZZ Top's 2024 tour plans. Um, it just says that it's extremely packed U.S. and Europe. And also will team up with Leonard Skinner for a 2024 edition of their sharp dressed simple man tour so you have to go to zztop.com for information and then cheap trick on um, 2024 tour plans um will performance at the beatles on the beach festival on january 21st i mean sorry 26th in uh delray beach florida that sounds like fun and san antonio stock show and rodeo on february 16th and of course san antonio texas and the power pop veterans will then tour to australia in late february and march the band's itineraries also includes a may 17th performance by the los angeles um county fair in pomona california oh my gosh i grew up going to that fair i actually saw um who the heck was that beyond? Um, gosh dang, it's on the tip of my tongue. I know it's going to come afterwards a little, very long time ago. Holy cow, the Pomona Fair. How fun. Uh, my phone is beeping. Let's see. Um, that was a that was a real podcast. I believe it. I totally believe it. Have you listened to it, BP? <laughs> Have you listened to it? 
I mean, there was this one lady and she was, God, I wish you could remember the name. I haven't seen it in a long time, but it was something about screaming in the shed. Like she would, like she had, it was an English woman. And I guess she had a shed in, when I went into the podcast, all they would do is scream. <laughs> they were just screaming at the top of their lungs. I was laughing. Um, I, the chicken sitters pet sitting podcast. Oh, I'm the, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Love it. So yeah, she would just scream. Um, thank you for sending that to me. I'm going to listen to it. Yeah. She just screaming in the shed. So there's all kinds of different ones out there. Um, and, and I remember, um, chill, chill jelly. He used to have a goat. I wonder if he still has his goat and he would do his podcasts with his goat in the background, making all kinds of noise. So, all right, we're going to move on. Um, thank you for sending that to me. I appreciate it. So for the New Year's, uh, oh, I wanted to do this real quick before I get into New Year's traditions and customs. Um, did you guys know they were talking about this painting like the inside of your house and how it uh, affects your mood and, um, you know, how you act, I guess, and which ones not, which colors you're not supposed to paint the inside of your house. Um, these are just some of the colors. So if you're thinking of changing the color of the inside of your house and, and you know what, I think it's all a personal preference. So if you like these colors and you want to paint these colors on the inside of your house, go for it. These are just people, you know, study, study, studies. So anyway, bright yellow says can make people anxious while yellow, um, definitely has some great qualities. If it's too bright of a tone. It can make people aggressive and overwhelmed when in the room. Okay. Um, burnt um, umber. Um, do not mistake, <coughs> excuse me, this color for burgundy or maroon. <coughs> excuse me. That's because I'm giving too much credit. Although brown is typically thought of as a soothing color, when it contains too much red, it may raise your level of anxiety or anger. Plus, um, because this is a warm hue with a hint of black, it can make your space feel smaller. Okay, whatever. Um, I haven't seen am amber, um, that color in a house in a long time. Um, sunshine yellow, uh, resist the urge to follow seasonal trends such as shocking bright golden hues in the summer. Too much visual intensity can overstimulate your minds and send you to a headache direction, it's saying. I don't know. Um, all I know, the, hi Rottweiler, how are you? Good to see you. Um, just going over some st st studies of what colors you're not supposedly supposed to paint your house. Um, dark brown, if you're considering painting a room brown, the difference between soothing effects and pressing ones is all in the shade. Darker shades can yield a cave-like effect in a room that can make it feel dreary and decrease energy levels. I just make it makes it feel smaller, like the room's smaller, you know? Um... It says pastel pink if it's not done right. Finding a soft pink can be challenging because some shades lean more towards Pepto-Bismol. And I swear, you guys, this our, our master bedroom, when we bought this house, the living room was kind of a purpley-ish color, like bright, dark. Well, I shouldn't say bright. It was 
it was really dark. And then the master bedroom was that is how I totally described it was Pepto-Bismol pink. It was so gross and it was Pepto-Bismol pink. And then they had a, a fan, a light, you know, a light fixture with the fan in it with, um, it was like shapes of wood with, with delk, um, deer heads and horns on it. I was like, what the hell were they thinking? This bright, awful, high antsy Pepto-Bismol bank room with this like hunter. It was like, it just reminded me it should have been like in a camouflaged room. It was terrible, terrible. I had pictures somewhere. And then upstairs, um, the room that I'm in now um, was red. And then the the other room, the guest room, was purple. It was weird. Just and they were just dark, bright colors. Ah, terrible. So, um, gray, which is trending, and <laughs> I actually do have it in my kitchen. And they say, do not paint your kitchen or dining room any shades of gray, even though it looks zen. Gray should be avoided in the dining room and kitchen er, kitchen areas unless you want to dampen your appetite. So I guess if you don't want to eat, you color your, um, your dining room and your kitchen gray. Um, I like it. It's this, it's very pale, like a very light gray. It's not that dark. And then the rest of the house is white. So, and white's not supposed to be good either. It's supposed to be look too sterile. I like it because I could put anything on it, you know, like in furniture any color i don't know i just like it um red can make people feel angry and um stressed um so don't paint your rooms red so again i think you should paint your color of the house whatever color you want it to be that you like and that you feel comfortable in period um so that's just a funny study from people all right. So here we go with traditions. And I don't tell me if you guys have done any of these or if you've heard of them before. Um, I'm going to do a whole bunch of them this year. Because damn it. Why not? You know, because they're all supposed to be for good luck and stuff like that. All right. Of course, I'm the first one. It just says to um, watch the ball drop. I'm not even going to read that one. Um, the second one, it says eat something round. Round food items are considered to be a symbol of prosperity and good luck in many cultures due to their likenessness of coins and are thus consumed around the world in various ways on New Year's Eve. In the Philippines, it's typical for fruit bowls um, stocked with exclusively round options to be the centerpiece of the party spread. Now, how easy can that be? Um, and it also says if you're going to somebody's house, you can bring them the same thing, a bowl of round fruit. Um, Italians prefer legumes to, which is being legumes to fruit and eat as many lentils as they can um, uh, before midnight on New Year's Eve to secure a year of abundance. Um, uh, not unlike the Hopping John's tradition of American South, where black eyed peas are the legume of choice. So, uh, just move my phone and then I can't find it. So has anybody ever heard of that? I've never heard of that round um, fruit, but I'm going to get a bowl of them. Um, this one I want to do too, but you're supposed to do it at your neighbor's house. And I think if they don't know that that's what you're doing, um, then you might make somebody mad. Um, oh, I like that BP. See, and you're not crazy. 
<laughs> you got your color you like. I think if you like the color, that's what matters. If you were in a house and you're in a color, if you're in a house, your house in a room that you spend most of your time in a color that you hate, then you're going to be angry. If you like the color, who cares what people think? All right. So it's break a plate. Um, it says, it says forgo rage rooms, just head to Denmark and get your aggression out. Whilst um, rejoicing in the promise of a new year by smashing dishware on the doorsteps of every friend and neighbor around. If you have a big mess of broken ceramics in your front of your house come new year's day, it means you're well-loved in the community and things might just go your way in 2024. I think that would be fun. <laughs> it's debatable. You're crazy. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I would be breaking plates. Let's go to the dollar store and buy a bunch of plates and bowls and let's go break them on our friend's um, doorsteps. I think they'd be a little pissed off at you. Um, but I think it'd be fun. Um, Feast on Fish, according to the History Channel, fish is a popular New Year's food in many places, including Germany, Poland, and Scandinavia, um, namely because it's seen as a symbol of fertility, long life, and bounty. If you want to adopt this tradition, you can prepare a feast of seven fishes or opt for a certain turf at the restaurant where you are celebrating. Um, yeah, we've done that. The um, seven fishes, it's uh, Italian. There might be other cultures that do it too, but um, Lewis, his family is Italian and they, they usually try to do it Christmas Eve is um, the feast of seven fishes for them. But I like it. It's fun. Um, eating out. And our neighbor brought us, it was the nicest thing ever. Christmas Eve, he brought us steak, um, well, filet mignon steaks, um, lobster tails, baked potatoes, and broccoli in a, in a Christmas bag and knocked on our door and brought it to us. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? How nice was that? I wasn't going to make anything because we were busy. Um, doing stuff. We're busy packing to move and get stuff done. And, um, I was just like, man, that was just so, so over the top nice. I was just, I couldn't believe it. It was very, very kind to do. And we appreciate it. Um, of course, writing resolutions. I'm not going to get into that one. That one's um, one that I think everybody kind of, um, tries to do. And some are able to get through them and some are not. And I think you just, what you need to do is set small little goals and not write a whole bunch of them and think you're going to get to them. Pick one and make it attainable. You know, I want to work out. I want to lift more weights. Okay. Well, how many weights do you want to lift? Let's start with that first. You know, um, I want to lose weight. Let's start with the small amount of weight. Not, I need to lose 60 pounds. Why don't you start with 10? And then when you make 10, you do 10 more, you know what I mean? So then it's easier to obtain and you, you the more you obtain those things that you want to do, it encourages you to keep doing more. So if you make them smaller and attainable, it's better. All right. So I guess you can um, beat the walls with bread. <laughs> Once you've feasted on fish, legumes, and round fruit, do like the Irish and start giving the walls of your home a beat down with a loaf of bread you're too full to even look at. 
Seriously, this is an odd one, but fun Irish New Year's tradition that quite literally involves throwing, smashing, and otherwise battering Christmas bread against the wall in order to rid the home of bad spirits before the New Year's. Um, all right. <laughs> Um, if I'm going to do something, why wait till New Year's to do it? Exactly. And you shouldn't. And that's, I think maybe that's just a way for people to start. But then again, it's also such a big time that everybody tends to do those that they don't follow through. There isn't any follow through, but, um, yeah, it's, it's not hard once you, when you continue to do it. And if they're small little ones, then you should be doing it throughout the year. You should continue doing it throughout the year. All right, so the next one I have is um, throw a bucket of water um, out your window. The Puerto Ricans have a different way of driving away evil spirits, namely by dumping a bucket of water out their window. Should you be visiting Puerto Rico on New Year's, we strongly suggest you stroll the streets in your bathing suit. Ha ha ha. They're so funny. Don't worry. It's warm enough, it says. So yeah, throw. I mean, that's simple. We can do that one. We can fill a plate, a bowl with round fruit. We can beat our walls with bread. We can throw the bucket of water out the window, um, eat some fish. Uh, let's see. Oh, and then this one too, <clears throat> I find interesting. In, in um, Japan, they eat long, um, typically long noodles. It says long food, but it says the tradition uh, on, they dine on a dish called, okay guys, Toshi Goshi's, it's soba noodles, the long soba noodles, which feature long buckwheat noodles in a light unami forward dish broth with simple scallion garnish. This meal is as full symbolizes its flavor being associated with breaking free from the past and gaining resilience and growing fortune in the future. So see, you can eat some um, sobo noodles with it. Make sure someone is under the window when you do it, right? <laughs> when they're walking by, <clears throat> throw it out. It's too cold right now. Um, I, yeah, it, it's too cold. It's we just, I'd have to do it where nobody is walking or it would turn to ice. Um, I like this tradition and I kind of looked for these, these little pegs, but I could only find it on um, Amazon and it says buy and smash a peppermint pig. Has anybody ever done any of this? Um, it's a little peppermint pig um, candy and it comes with a little metal hammer and a little bag and I guess directions and everything. It was like $26 on Amazon. It says travel back stateside to upside New York, specifically for another tradition that involves smashing something. Um, there's a little less destruction than you than you might find in Denmark with the plates because this custom from Saratoga Springs simply involves smashing a peppermint spiked candy pig with a small hammer and eating a small piece for good luck in the New Year's. So has anybody um, heard of that before? I know BP, you're kind of up towards that area. <clears throat> Have you ever heard of that peppermint? I've never heard of smashing a peppermint pig. But I want to do it, but it won't be here until after New Year. So I got to do the stuff I can do right now. Um, but yeah, a peppermint pig. Excuse me as I take a drink of coffee. 
So on, um, oh, well, if you can afford to buy somebody a, a cow, um, wishing your lifestyle. Oh, this is for wishing. And if people have cows, you can give a cow that means um, longevity for a good year. And then you can wish, um, make a wish of your livestock for a new year. And that's usually in Belgium. <clears throat> Excuse me. Another one in Denmark is um, jumping off of it, standing on a chair and jumping off at the stroke of midnight. So you got to be on a chair at the stroke of midnight, jump off and kiss somebody. The leaf of faith is thought to do away with bad luck and bring the good kind. Just make sure you proceed with caution so you can start the year up on the right foot, it says. So um, so that's a free one that we can do. Does driving stakes count? Um, does giving steak count? Um, I think it should because I thought that that was great. <laughs> I loved it. <clears throat> I think he's going to have good luck. I, I, I think people that do kind things to others, um, get kindness back. So there you go. Um, and it was so good too. I would have, I would, on top of it, I would never would have bought any of that for us. So that's even more of a gift, you know, when you never would have done that for yourself and then it happens, it's really super nice. So, um, the next one I have is string up some onions, although that damn lobster cut the heck out of my thumb, man, it still freaking hurts. I'm jumping off of a chair. Hit someone is not a great way to start your year. No kiss someone. You got to jump off and then kiss someone you love. Yeah. Don't hit them. That won't be good at all. All right. So, um, this next one, um, I just got to figure out how you would do this. It says you string up some onions, um, and you put in this in grease, um, they, the onions represent rebirth and growth, namely because they thrive without much maintenance and attention. As such, Grecians have New Year's tradition of hanging bunches of, um, ale, Aliens? Is that how you say say it? Alien outside their front door um, to welcome prosperity and fertility into their homes during the coming year. And they show, you know, the round red onions and the round yellow onions. And I don't know how the heck they tie them so that they're tied all together because, you know, unless they're growing green stems, how the heck do you tie onions together? But I want to do it. I want to try it and hang some up on top. I mean, maybe if you put them like in a net of some sort, maybe like if you get them like the way you buy them at the store in a little plastic net and then put them up above your door. Um, I don't know, but that's what the grease do. Um, saying Old Lang Syne, um, Scotland's New Year's tradition is to sing Old Lang Syne as traveled far and wide. This beautiful piece of music originated as Scottish folklore and was turned into a song about reflecting on the past and looking to the future. Um, of course, kiss someone you love. Um, mistletoe isn't just for Christmas friends, and it's not even necessary for um, a a good New Year's kiss. The tradition actually dates back to Old English and German folklore as a way of securing love for the new year. If you're looking for an intimate relation to come your way, take note and give a smooch to the nearest suitor when the clock strikes midnight. All right. You braid the greens just like 
garlic. So you do have to get in with the greeny parts because they're not showing like the green. It just shows like the white. I mean, just the, um, you know, the regular onions you get that don't have the green coming out of them. That's how they were showing it. And I was like, how the heck do they have it stemmed, you know, tied together? Like, cause it looks really pretty. It looks exactly like garlic looks when you can buy actually garlic tied like that. So I guess you have to find the green ones. Um, so if you're by an ocean, jumping over seven ocean waves, seven waves, seven wishes are go or so goes the tradition in Brazil, where it's customary to celebrate the new year and score yourself some good luck by heading to the ocean to jump over breaking waves. You find the biggest celebration in Rio, um, where the New Year's tradition of jumping over incoming waves and making wishes is common practice. Just remember, um, you have to narrow down your wish list to seven if you want to hit the water prepared. So that would be fun. But um, I think you would have to go somewhere to like Brazil or somewhere where the water is warm or, you know, go out there in the cold. That's supposed to be good for you cold water, cold showers. Um, I tried it the other morning and I was like, Oh, hell no. Mm -mm. This is, I don't know. I'd have to get used to it. I think I lasted maybe 15 seconds and I had to turn the water. I couldn't do it that long at all. Um, so it says opt to wear polka dots. Um, remember how we mentioned in the Philippines, it's custom for round objects for significance, well, you can find evidence that beyond that in the fruit bowl, namely a polka dotted print attire, <clears throat> excuse me, that's favored for the occasion. So wearing polka dots. I've heard of this one, eating 12 grapes. I've heard that. Um, the number requires a little explanation, one for each month of the year, but the Spanish and Latin American tradition plays out on a very specific timeline. Eat one grape at every stroke of midnight for good fortune. If you fail or God forbid choke, you might be out of luck. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the I there is no way that I could do the polar bear plunge. There's no way I could do that. I did what are those um cryo chambers, you know, where it gets super cold. Uh, I have a friend of mine who um who's actually a real estate agent. She uh has lupus and so she was doing it for her lupus. And so she gave me like a gift card to do it twice and oh my gosh. They give you like for guys, they give you a little like chonies to wear so you don't freeze, literally freeze your balls off. Um, you have to have little slippers, like little, um, little, little slippers on your feet. And oh my gosh, it is, <laughs> there's no way I couldn't do it. I was standing in there and he's like, just think this thing because there's somebody right outside talking to you and your head sticking out of it. And you're just like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, how, how long have I been in here for? And he's like, five seconds. And you're like, are you? kidding me? <laughs> I'm only done for five seconds. I think I lasted maybe 15 seconds. That was it. The same as the cold shower. I couldn't do it. I can't handle cold. Mm -mm. All right. Um, the black eyed pea ones, um, I, aren't the black eyed peas the same as the Hopkin, the Hopkin. Yeah. Black eyed peas. Yes. Um, and pork. And I can't remember. Is it it doesn't say the greens. It's some kind of, it's collard greens, I believe in the South. Um, I think all of them have to be cooked together. I tried it like three years ago. I don't like the way it tastes. So 
I don't know, but that's supposed to be good luck. All of those cooked together. Um, let's see. Welcome NCQVUPTA. Good to see you. Uh, oh, and this one, this one's cute if you can find them. It says, um, give someone a lucky charm. Um, and the lucky charms were specific. They're little tokens of, um, let's see, where are they? One is a pig. Uh, okay. Well, of course, the four-leaf clovers. Um, since four-leaf clovers are very seldom found in nature, um, you need quite a bit of luck to find one. So giving, um, and they look like little, they look like they're made out of um, either wax or mazepan, mazepan, you know, that sugary stuff that they put over in baking stuff. So that's what they look like. They're made out of um, these little guys. So of course the four leaf clover, a good luck pig. The boar was um, already considered a holy animal for the Germanite tribes. The pig is a symbol of prosperity and wealth. Moreover, a person who has had many pigs and thereby also food was considered privileged by the Greeks and Romans. For most part, however, a um, live piglet was not given as a gift, but rather a replica. Uh, let's see. And the next one, I thought there was another little, yeah, I wonder where it's at. It's a chimney sweep. It's, uh, they're not talking about him. There's a little pig, a little chimney sweep, um, the, a mushroom and, um, a, the, the horseshoe, a horseshoe. And they were saying the chimney sweep, you give them that, that they would that you actually can find these little tchotchkes at Christmas markets um, out in um, Europe and stuff. But the, the chimney sweep guy was considered um, good luck if you got him because that's how you warmed your house was by the fireplace. And so the chimney guy would come and clean it to make it good for you to be able to use. So that's why giving a little chimney sweep guy is considered good luck. So a pig, a chimney sweep, um, a horseshoe, a mushroom and a four leaf clover. So any of those can be given. <laughs> um, so you can bake a cake with a hidden um, surprise in it. And that kind of is, um, there's the three Kings cake. Um, is that the same as the one in uh, New Orleans? I thought that's a King's cake too. And is that, I can't remember if that's right around this time um, because they're not saying they're saying that this is a Greek tradition. So, and it's kind of similar, like um, the Mexican tradition too. friends of ours came over and they baked a round cake and it had a little baby Jesus in it. And whoever got the little baby Jesus, which I did, I got the little baby Jesus. And that year was supposed to be good luck. But also with the Mexican tradition, if you got the baby Jesus, you had to make tamales the next year. So I got good luck, but I had to make tamales, which was fun. I, got, I actually did do it. So I still have that little plastic baby Jesus. So I think there's a bunch of different places that do kind of similar um, things. So a cake with an um, object inside. Sometimes it's a little coin. 
Uh, and this one I thought was really strange. Go for a run with an empty suitcase. And then there was another one that didn't say you said you can walk, go for a walk around the block with an empty suitcase. But this one specifically says running. Make sure to pack your running shoes and nothing else if you're celebrating New Year's in Colombia. And don't be surprised if when you arrive, you see folks sprinting around the blocks with suitcases in their hands. Just join them in this unique and particularly energetic New Year's tradition that makes an impactful statement about leaving behind the past year's luggage and moving forward. And the other one said something, too, that it also meant um, that you would be traveling. If you do it going inside, like leaving, if you have hold the suitcase and walk outside your door like you're leaving, um, baggage too, but that you're also going on an adventure. So a couple of different things that you can do there. So that's an easy one. That one's free. Everybody's got luggage that they could do that with. Um, make a wish over a river. Um, and that's in Singapore. Um, New Year's celebrations are a feast for eyes. And one tradition is particularly stands out every year. The city decorates its rivers with thousands of color glowing colorful spears representing the wishes and perhaps resolutions of all the um, revelers they kind of look like like eggs like glowing eggs red to pink to green to blue um if you ever had a chance to see this breathtaking um spectacular firsthand um don't miss your chance to make a wish and watch it float away it does look really pretty i can't even imagine if the whole thing is um full and moving it looks really neat um it, another one let's see this is in turkey it's custom to break fruit like a pomegranate for instance um is what they show and not bread. Um, as previously mentioned, round fruits pay a significant part in New Year's traditions around the world, but in some cultures, they aren't just for eating. In Turkey, it's customary to smash a pomegranate, a highly prized symbol of prosperity and abundance, on your doorstep to celebrate New Year's. Um, that would be really messy, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> especially to clean up. Um, yeah, I, don't, I think I would rather clean up the broken um, dishes instead of the uh, pomegranate. It seemed like it would stain everything. All right, last one, and then we'll get into some music. And that is another easy one, and it's free to do, and it's to open up your doors and windows. Um, out with the old and in with the new. That's the idea behind the New Year's tradition of opening all doors and windows when the time comes to bid adieu to the past year. This custom is practiced all over the world, but in places with colder winters, um, we're guessing the ceremonial um, farewell is fairly brief. Yeah, I'll do it even though it's cold. Um, I'm not going to leave them open for a long time, but why not? You know, most of this stuff is free to do. So why the heck not? Uh, I don't know if any of you guys have ever done any of that. I just remember only thing we would do is because we were felt lucky enough to be able to stay up to go outside and pound the back of the pots and pans that my mom had in the kitchen. That's all we would do when we were kids um, and watch the um, ball drop and then go to sleep. So I don't know. I'm going to do some of this because heck not. Well, I want to have a, an awesome 2024 and um, 
putting some bowl in a fruit and eating some fish and dropping some water out a window, opening my windows and then pouring some water out. My windows have plastic over them. So they're not getting open. What about your door? Open up your front door. There you go. Um, all right. So I just did this list and it's just songs from the year 2000. Um, it comes off of a, a list of mellower songs from the years 2000. They're just not, um, that loud, I should say. Uh, let me see. Oh, I forgot to say this one too. Oh, they say no poultry on New Year's Day dinner table. Has anybody heard of that? On New Year's Eve, you're supposed to eat fish or pork since both of them are said to bring good luck. Poultry harbors the risk of good luck flying away in the New Year's. So um, there you go. Don't eat chicken. Or turkey. Um, and then lead pouring. Um, pouring lead in an oracle custom that nowadays is pra practiced mainly on New Year's Eve. It was already widespread among ancient Romans who were the first people to smelt lead in larger qualities. Pieces of lead are heated on a spoon, and they were saying this is dangerous, over a candle until it's melted. The molten metal is then poured into a bowl full of cold water in which it solidifies into various shapes. The shapes of these pieces of lead are freely interpreted and used for telling a person's fortune of the new year. Okay. So that's it. Those are all of them. No, don't say that. Um, new year's traditions that you guys can do. Hey, Tony Rich, good to see you. Um, sauerkraut and pork loin for new year's. Um, sauerkraut supposed to be really good for you. I just can't get over the smell, I guess. But all of that type of food is supposed to be really good for you. Um, all right, so let's get into music. The first song that I have for you today is Over My Head, Cable Car by The Fray. Um, a little bit about the song. Um, it was written about lead singer and pianist um, Isaac Slade's relationship with his brother Caleb, nicknamed Cable Car. He wrote the song because he and his brother were allegedly not speaking and were at odds with each other. It was about a fight I got into with my brother Caleb after he graduated high school. We drifted apart, really hadn't spoken in a long time. One day we both realized that we needed to fight it out. We'd been friends for 20 years, and that's a long time when you are only 23. We've fought it out, and he's one of my best friends today. The song helped propel the album from the top Heat Seekers chart to the two, top 20 of the Billboard 200 charts. The song sold over 2 million digital downloads in the United States, was certified two times platinum by the Record Association of America in May of 2006. The song was the fifth most downloaded single in 2006 and was ranked number 13 on the Hot 100 Singles of 2006 by Billboard. It was nominated also for a Grammy Award for Best Pop Performance by a Duo or Group with Vocals of, in 2006, but lost to My Humps by the Black Eyed Peas. Here is The Fray with um, Cable Car Over My Head. I never knew, I never knew that everything was falling through, that everyone I knew was waiting on a cue. Oh no, I saw you falling, Mike, I couldn't catch you. 
outside's gotta be With your man down to nothing more than apathy the smoke is still, still standing when it clears. Everyone knows I'm in over my head, over my I wish you were a stranger I can disengage To say that we agree that we never change Something a bit as if we all just get along Save a Life in 2005. It charted number eight in the United States and number 12 in Canada. Um, is Are any of you guys getting these UPS scams that come either in your email or your text? They send you a text saying uh, your package is not being delivered and we need information from you and it's from a really weird area code. Um, I guess there's a bunch of scams going around. I keep getting them. Um, you're not supposed to open them. Don't open them. 
not good. Uh, and don't give them your information. Uh, the next song I have is Somewhere Only We Know. This one is kind of slow. Um, by Keen, um, this song describes a secretive place where a couple feel truly happy and can express their feelings when they feel as though they are parting. It was written by Keen's piano player, Tim Rice Oxley, who said in an interview, it's about being able to draw strength from the place or experience you've shared with someone. I think it's an idea that a lot of people can relate to. This was Keen's first release on Island Records, who gave them a big publicity push. Hopes and Fears became the second selling best album of the year in the UK. And in the United States, Keen was nominated for Best New Artist Grammy Award. Here they are, somewhere where only we know, Keen. So once a week, 
Well, this time we're only we know by Keen off the album Hopes and Fears 2004. Charted in the UK at number three, the US at 50, and Canada. It didn't chart in Canada. <laughs> they didn't like it. All right, we're gonna move on to a little train. Um, drop up. Oh, why does it do that sometimes? Um, drops of Jupiter. Uh, and let's see. <clears throat> Excuse me, my throat today. Lead singer Pat Monahan revealed that he wrote the song about the death of his mother. Monahan's mom was dying of lung cancer. In December of 1998, his mother died. And in early 1999, Train was working on their next album when the record company started pressuring them for a hit. Monahan returned to his childhood home in Pennsylvania and wrote one morning with the words um, back in his atmosphere in his head. Beginning a time of healing, he started to compose the song, said Monahan, loss of the most important person in my life was heavy on my mind. And I thought of what if no one ever really leaves? What if she's just here, but different? The idea was she's back here in the atmosphere. But um, Pat Monahan said the song, it was obviously a connection between me and my mother. Drops of Jupiter was as much about me um, being on a voyage and trying to find out who I am. And the best thing we can do about loss of love is to find ourselves through it. Um, it won a Grammy for best rock song and best instrumental arrangement with the accompanying vocalist. So here is Train, Drops of Jupiter. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate you. Thank you, BP. Thank you guys for all the likes. I'm sorry I didn't say that earlier. I appreciate that. I've been saying all day. I've been thinking it feels like Mondays. I'm all screwed up. I apologize. Since the return of a stay on the moon, she listens like spring and she talks like June. Down there, did you sail across the sun? I know, I'm out of it, Mike. I apologize. I'm usually on top of that stuff. I tell you what. <laughs> You miss me while you were looking for yourself out there. <laughs> you are right. It is unacceptable. And she's back from the soul vacation, chasing her way through the constellation. <laughs> I remember doing Tybo. You remember that Tybo guy? What was his name? <laughs> you know, looking Terry something. Did you find the chance 
Billy Blanks. <laughs> Thank you, BP. Oh my gosh. Drops to Jupiter, Tell Me by Train, off the album Drops to Jupiter, 2001. Charted um, 10 in the UK, number 5 in the US, and 29 in Canada. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on from Drops of Jupiter to Secrets um, by One Republic. Uh, this song... Uh, God, this was a, well one of the last concerts, big concerts that Aaron and I went to at Red Rocks. Um, and they played with, it was right before COVID, and they played with the Colorado Symphony. And it was amazing. It was such a great um, concert. But this song specifically with the, uh, with the Colorado Symphony was great. Um, this ballad is led, um, led the single, and I'm not going to be able to say some of these words, single from Germany from the Colorado um, group. One Republic, second studio album, Waking Up. The song was chosen um, for the German movie Zurichuken. I don't know. There was a sequel to, I'll copy and paste them and put them in the chat. It was a sequel to another movie, which they also used a One Republic song, Apologize, as the title song. Um, since the band's debut release in 2007, the band's frontman, Ryan Tutter, has achieved international success penning hit songs for artists. On this song, Tutter looks at the pressures of topping previous songwriting successes. He explains, the whole idea is the person, the artist, saying, I don't really trust my own flow. I don't trust my own delivery and writing. So tell me what you want to hear. The song is basically asking the audience, what do you want me to do? It's kind of an interesting song. The song slips back and forth between security, insecurity, and total confidence, insecurity, total confidence, which is to me, the life of an artist. So here is um, uh, Ryan Tutter with One Republic, the song Secrets. And if you ever get the chance to come to Colorado and 
can go to Red Rocks. It's an amazing place to see a concert. Till all my sleeves are stained red From all the truth that I've said Come on in on this night, I swear For this moment we know I'm gonna bring So tell me what you want to hear So And all the stars I'm Secrets, One Republic, off the album Waking Up, 2009. It charted number 77 in the UK, 21 in the US, and 32 in Canada. One Republic. All right, so the next song I have is Snow, K.O. by Red Hot Chili Preppers. This song um, is about cocaine in China White heroin. Um, and then it went on to describe what um, heroin and cocaine are, but I think we all know that it's a powdery substance and that's why they called it snow. <laughs> so that's what he was talking about. Two, um, it says the, these two drugs were two of the lead singers, Anthony Cadis, drugs of choice. Um, the lyrics, snow white as, so white as snow, a privately divided by a world so undecided refer to dividing the cocaine and heroin into lines so as to deal them and or snort them. Um, the line, the more I see, the less I know, the more I'd like to let it go, means the deeper Kedis was immersed in these drugs, the less he knew what was going on and the more he wanted to kick the habit. This was the last Red Hot Chili Peppers album to feature John um, Fru- Fruscheidt. I'm sorry, I'm 
mispronouncing your last name before he did um, a decade-long split from the band after finishing the um, Studium Arcadium tour in the summer of 2007 the Peppers went on hiatus until January 2010 working on solo projects in the interim when they reconvened um, to prepare for their next album Foresight announced he was leaving the group to pursue electronic music. He was replaced by Josh Klingshofer um, until 2019 when he rejoined the band. So here is Snow. Hey, yeah. Now I'll never think of it the same again by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Here we go. Oh, I forgot to put the names of those movies. I thought when I said so. <laughs> Hi, Ozzy. How are you? I don't think I ever really thought of the words. I just kind of sung them. I like the I like the beat. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think that's like, like uh, what's that hot child in the city song? I never knew that it was about like young girls being prostituted i just thought yay it's kind of catchy yeah i do too hot child in the city i love that song Let it go. Hey, 
Is the Red Hot Chili Peppers Snow Hail, the album Stadium or Cadium 2006. And this was actually number one in Canada on the rock charts, number only 22 in the US and um, 16 in the UK. I thought the Red Hot Chili Peppers would be higher than that in the US, but nope. All right. Well, this song isn't on my list, but I'm going to play it because we were just talking about it. It's probably going to have a commercial. Yes, it does. Is it in the eyes? There it is. This reminds me of junior high and going into be a freshman. Black she's a hungry child. No one knows her names or what her name is. What a game is a child in the city. Child in the city. Whoop. Got a message. <laughs> I'll look at that in a minute, bam bam. So <laughs> to be a own. The young boys, they all want to take her home. She goes downtown, the boys all stop and stare. She goes downtown, she walks loud, she just don't care. Yeah, hot child in the city. Hot child in the city, running wild and looking pretty. Yeah. Hot child in the city. Come on. <laughs> That's the <laughs> bat line there. <laughs> To my place, baby. Don't talk about love. Come on down to my place, woman. We'll make love. I know you're singing, BP. 
kind of funny because I don't it looks like it's from a movie but I'm not sure like she pulls out a gun and then the back seat of the car and she kicks him out of the car and he's totally naked yep mm-hmm. okay that was Nick Gilder hot child in the city let me see real quick um without getting over here this song blew up Canada in the 2000s another great Canadian band like tragically hip um and it is oh oh yes the tea party and the song is temptation i remember reading about the tea party i'm not sure if it was this song or not yeah if you have something you want me to look up put it in the chat and i will try my best to find it They go down. Sounds so familiar, but I don't remember hearing it. It is good. Christmas with your family. Thank you, I did. Oh, that was it. It stopped all of a sudden. I like them. You know, I was really in until I started um, doing this segment and actually 
<laughs> talking to you, Bam Bam, because I remember I did <laughs> a show on Canadian songs because off of a couple of different lists that I had seen. And you're like, oh, no, <laughs> let me get a list ready for you. And then you got a list. And there were just, I never really thought of um, Canada being such a huge place for music you know like you think of california and new york and and europe and places like that and they really do have a lot of great um artists that come from canada so i'll have to do another show with just canadian um canadian artists again all right so back to the 2000s let's see we're gonna play a little bit of green day boulevard of broken dreams this song is about estrangement and recognition that the American dream can let you down. Well, yes, that's true, but it can also be good. The singer's hopes have been crushed and he finds himself very much alone. Armstrong wrote the song about his time in New York, about feeling alone and trying to take power from that fact. Armstrong felt that the song fit nicely with the album's storyline, which is about going away and getting the hell out, while at the same time fighting their own inner demons. In an interview with um, Storytellers VH1, Billy Joe Armstrong stated that the title of the song was nicked from the painting of James Dean walking alone. This song won the Grammy of Record of the Year 2006 ceremony. The previous year, American Idiot won the best rock album. Here they are, Green Day Boulevard of Broken Dreams. me somewhere in my mind on the borderline of left the edge of where I walk alone read between the lines what's fucked up and everything's alright so now I'm real alive but I walk alone thank you BP I 
because you're lucky enough to have, or blessed enough to have little kids that you can see opening Christmas presents. Oh my gosh, it's just the best. Just see their little faces and I mean, adult kids too are fun, but just, just to enjoy it through little ones is great. I got videos of my granddaughter and it was the best thing ever. I walk this empty street on the boulevard of broken dreams where the city sleeps and I'm the only one all right so that is a little bit of broken boulevard of broken dreams by green day off the album american idiot in 2004 uh it charted five in the uk number two in the u.s and number one in canada all right green day we're gonna move on to a little um, crazy by uh, Narls Barkley. A little bit about this song. This um, song is about losing your mind and driving into insanity, which the CeeLo Green of Narls Barkley finds is not all that bad. Speaking in a conference, he explained the inspiration for the song. It was 2004. I was going through a divorce. I did not have a deal. Things were bleak at the time and I was going through personal trials, but it was an opportunity to be expressive. Um, Danger Mouse's production compelled me into deep retrospect. And I really appreciated him for that because I knew that my misery had some company because his music was so miserably brilliant and beautiful to me. It was the sound of my soul. If you could have taken a picture of it, it would have resembled this internal chaos. Um, this song won Grammy Award for Best Urban and Alternative Performance in 2007 and was also nominated for Record of the Year, which it lost to Not Ready to Make It Nice by the Dixie Chicks. It was also nominated on further and further won the 2006 MTV European Music Award for Best Songs. Here's Narls Barkley with Crazy. Thank you, Hot. Thank you, BP. I'm 
ever since I was little, ever since I was little, and it looked like fun. And there's no coincidence I come, and I can die when I'm done. Norrell's Barkley went crazy and man like today is totally Monday for me I just noticed what time it was um that was off the album St. Elsewhere in 2006 it charted number one in the UK two in the US and number one in Canada so um there you go um golly I have to get Aaron to work and it is so icy out so I am going to find my goodbyes so I can leave you like I always leave you but I need to turn it up, I think. <laughs> Definitely need to turn it up. Let's do that again. <laughs> See the reason someone smiles today. Let your smile change the world, but don't let the world change your smile. It's gonna try to. I keep telling you guys that, um, but um, just, just push through it and you'll be okay. Surround yourself with good people and... Um, you'll get through it. I promise. Um, and if nobody's told you lately, you are loved and truly appreciated. And I do mean that from the bottom of my heart. So have a good day. And um, I will be back here. Today's Wednesday. I will be back here on Friday. <laughs> and I love you guys. Thank you again. I appreciate you. I love your family. Love those around you. And I will see you in a couple of days. And then um, after the New Year's, we're going to bring back Connecting Through Movies and their soundtrack on uh, the 4th of January. So I'll have to talk to them. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye!